Hey, thanks for watching the Horror Show with Sean and Joel. Ain't no other place to go. I'm Roddy Piper. Thanks. Everybody and welcome to the horror show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Joe, you picked out what we are going to watch this week. I did. What is it? It's Profondo Rosso, aka Deep Red, by Dario Argento. I was. So you're a big Argento fan. I am. Humongous. Uh, I remember you scolding me because I had never seen any of his movies. <laughs> and I scold myself now looking back. Uh, but this is actually only the second Argento movie I've ever seen. Really? Yes. I'd only seen Suspiria prior to this. I know I've got a ton to see. Uh, well, maybe not a ton. I don't know. Eh. But enough. Inferno. Enough. Enough. Yeah. The Crystal Plumage. Bourbon. Love it. That's, I've heard that's really good. So I was really excited going into Deep Red. Uh, I, I, I was, I was beyond excited. I'll be honest because <laughs> I loved Suspiria so much. Like rightfully so. My God, like m- probably one of my all time favorites. Top 10, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I, I mean, that was just chilling and I, we haven't talked about it. We should do an episode on it cause I would love to just yeah praise that movie out my ass. Like I, I, not a wasted scene in that movie. I don't think like, no. And held you the whole time deep red different although still a lot of broken glass he loves he loves that he (laughs) he fucking loves broken glass it's so weird it's so strange but he loves it and uh you see more of it in this movie and that's probably where the similarities end although no one thing i noticed he loves like the arts i don't know if this is in other movies in suspiria it's ballet and in this one, it's like a composer. And he has a movie called Opera. <laughs> it's so weird. He's yeah. he's a he's an artful man. He he loves it. But this movie is so different than Suspiria. It it, it really is. Can we go back to Glass for one second? Sure. <laughs> I read that he likes to incorporate stuff like getting cut on glass or getting burned. Yes, I I'd read that same thing because he feels like. People, More people can relate to the pain yeah, than a gunshot. Because not everyone gets shot. Right. I, I read that too. And there are some scenes in this. There's one scene in particular that I actually turned away from for a minute. A second. Because uh, it was just like, it, it was just one of those pain, like like he like he was going for. Like, I know, like, oh, man, it was brutal to watch. Because like, yeah. I know, like, you, you can imagine it. Yeah. But let's, um, this movie was made in 1975. Yep. Um, just had its uh, 40th anniversary yeah yeah and this is praised by everyone as being the best 
giallo film ever. Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> I was pretty let down by this movie. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I guess let down. Hmm, it wasn't bad. I liked it. I, yeah, I guess I was let down. But Suspiria to me is far superior than this one. I, I see the praise for this because I it was probably the first of its kind. Probably a very early slasher, especially for international. Yeah, seventy five. You were not you're not seeing movies like that. No, and it was on. it was very much. I mean, I think I read that. Um, was it Wes Craven or John Carpenter says Argento is his his number one influence on the movies he makes? And you watch slasher flicks from the eighties and from the nineties, and pretty much any horror movie, and you just see how much Argento has influenced. The genre. It's definitely general. this formula. Yeah. I mean, very much so. Uh, so so it was pretty cool. The, let's just go over this. I'll, I'll talk about the story here. So you have you, – and the story kind of lost me too. So you have Marcus who is a composer or just a musician, I guess, a very mm-hmm. talented musician, pianist. Um, and he <laughs> – he kind of falls into this story. It, it's not surrounding him at all. He just kind of gets wrapped up in it right. because his neighbor has killed this this telepath, which doesn't really <laughs> also doesn't really come back, right? Dude, I love so the, so the the psychic gets killed. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah, because oh right, yeah, should yeah. be able to see that. Yeah, coming. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she knows that there's a murderer. Yeah, in there. it, whatever. It, it it was it was it was odd, but. The point of the psychic does nothing except later on propels his investigation, which, by the way, why is this composer doing the investigation himself? That was the weirdest <laughs> thing. That was like, like halfway through this. I'm like, why is this guy doing all of this? Why does he care so much? I know. Because it was his neighbor. I know. It was so That's odd. A valid point. It, it was so odd. Uh, so Because if my neighbor gets murdered tonight... There's no way I'm conducting investigations. I could care less. I'm <laughs> all I'm thinking is I pray the police are doing a thorough Find investigation. Find this man, and <laughs> yeah, I'm staying in my house. Right. So he, there, there, be, there ends up being a love interest, uh, Gianna, who works for a newspaper, and him and the, the musician and the journalist are the ones doing this entire investigation. Yeah. Uh, so weird stuff. So. There's a lot of different versions of this movie. So I wonder how many scenes we each saw that maybe the other didn't see. I think we might have seen pretty close to the same. I I watched the – I guess it's the international version. So it was two hours. Mm-hmm. And there were scenes that just – I swear to God they were just put in there to play Goblin music. <laughs> More tracks off of Goblin, which he has done in other movies I found out. There, there are cuts of – oh, Dawn of the Dead because he was a producer on that. Right. And he was responsible for international distribution. And they said it's a lot longer in the foreign market because he literally added scenes and just <laughs> pumped Goblin music throughout it. Like he added it just to add Goblin tracks. I kind of respect it. I, I guess. It was interesting. So you have these guys investigating the murder of – a brutal murder of his neighbor. Which starts off right off the bat. Right the off. first thing you see. So I'm pumped at that point. I'm thinking – if it's starting like this, we're gonna see a lot of we're gonna see a lot of shit, yeah. which I was pumped about because I love the blood in Argento movie. That neon, it's, almost it, pink. Yeah, it's almost pink. I love it. It and 
somehow it must be the film he used or the lighting. I don't know what it is, but the way it is late, like the way it contrasts on skin in his movies, including There's, Dawn of the Dead, yeah, is wild. There's something about just the color in all of his films that I can't even pinpoint like exactly what it is. Right. It's, it just, it's so weird. It sets it apart from every other horror movie. It's something about the contrast he uses. Like even skin tone is kind of odd in it. You yeah. don't really notice it until the pink blood is on it and you're like, what color is their flesh? It's like this off-white. Yeah. <laughs> and even Deep Red, I mean, the version I watched was definitely not remastered. I mean, it was grainy as hell, but yeah. even even though it was clearly made, you could tell this is an old movie, Yeah, the coloring and the contrast was still like unique yeah and before awesome. before we get into this how good is goblin though i mean i was just knocking him putting the tracks in but the music is <laughs> it's so, fantastic it's perfect we, horror we probably movie. talked about like how much we love synths yeah 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 horror movies and but this is just times. a whole other level yeah and like the guitar in it like there's a guitar in it which is great like yeah. the riffs are uh, goblin is so good uh, suspiria that music set the tone for the whole well that's because it was playing the entire time but but it set the eeriest fucking tone, like the weird voices and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. It's so great. Uh, so the, yeah, the first kill is great. We got the broken glass, it, but after that, it's it's slows. it's a drag. It's it drags for a while. And you know, I did choose this movie, and I had seen it before. I've seen I, probably all of Argento's. And I remember loving it. And I'm a huge stan of Argento. An Argento stan. (laughs) Um, This time watching it, I don't know what made it different, but I don't want to say I didn't like it. I I actually, I think the story was amazing. It's amazing. I think it's well crafted. It's really good. There was just something about it that was like, this isn't as exciting as I remember. No, no. And. Yeah, and part of the I feel like bad like I feel like it's almost blasphemy saying that on a it horror is. podcast. Like, get, I don't want to shit on Argento. Just this movie, I was a little disappointed. It just doesn't about. do it for me. It just it it, it does though. I, I it's yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It, it does do it for me, but it just there's just something missing. It it was just too slow. It really needed to be 90 minutes. There's so much stuff they could have removed. <laughs> so much stuff, especially for my version. This guy is milling around <laughs> the house for a fucking half hour. I, I can we talk about that arm wrestling scene? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's. So wait, before we get there, there is a lot. This movie would not fly today. It is wildly sexist. The, so for, <laughs> so you, let's just, you're saying it's sexist. There's a guy who <laughs> I was just reading about Deep Red. And I was on probably four different sites and maybe three different YouTube videos just trying to gather information. And after like the third one, I keep seeing this comment. It's like this is a this is a movie about abortion laws that went into effect in 1970. What? And, and I was like, this must be like a thing. And then I noticed it was just the same guy who somehow <laughs> somehow made the parallel. And he's commenting on everything that has to do with deep red. Was he saying it in a bad way, or was he like, pro- Sean? I don't know. <laughs> I just there- know after the third time, I was like, wow, I didn't know this had like abortion undertones. So then I like Googled you know deep red abortion, and then of course I got terrible search results. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but uh, then I know, and then I went back and I was looking, and it was just the same guy on like twenty different sites <laughs> wailing about this being about abortion. It's not. No, it's not. there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the strangest thing I've ever heard. So uh, that's crazy because 
the the wildly more inappropriate theme that goes across this is how much these people hate women. <laughs> Maybe it was an Italian and seventies thing. I don't know, but in the in one of the original scenes, uh, Marco Marcus is talking to Carlo, who's another main character, just a drunk. Yeah, uh, that you, that you see on the streets and whatever. That was weird too, but. I guess that's how you introduce them. Uh, but the weird – and it just caught me so off guard. They, they're they standing – this is after the murder, the first murder. They're standing in the the streets because that happens a lot in this movie. And they hear a scream in the distance, a blood-curdling scream. Something horrible is happening. And, and Mark, Marcus goes, what was that? And the drunk pianist goes, maybe someone's getting raped. What? So casual. And, and he's smiling, too. And then he holds up his glass as if to cheers and then says, hail to the raped virgin. Did you catch that? Or was it edited out of yours? I did catch that. What the fuck was that? And he's smiling. And and Marcus isn't by any means like, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. He's like, man, I suppose you're right. <laughs> Can't argue that. Cheers. Logic. Yeah, salute. Yeah. Salute. I'll see you later, buddy. What the fuck? So that scene's in my head now because I'm just like, that's terrible. What an insane thing to say. Yeah. And or th- think. And then the arm wrestling scene, which is <laughs> which is uh, framed with Marcus basically just for five minutes being like, women are the worst. <laughs> women can't do anything, especially arm wrestle. <laughs> and Sean's not exaggerating. It was literally five minutes. It, it was <laughs> so five long. minutes long. And they he's complaining about it. So they arm wrestle. She, I guess you could say cheats because she slams his arm down before he even gets settled. She puts up a good fight. Well, the first one, she just slams well, it. Yeah. But the and then he gets pissed yeah. and he's like, women are the worst. Women cheat. And you're like, what? Jesus Christ. So then she does it again and beats him. And he's still mad. And he's like, well, women are still the f- <laughs> fucking worst. You lifted your elbow. You cheated. And you're the, you're the shit. And she's like still begging for his love. <laughs> she's still like, I love you so much. It's just, it was, this guy hated women. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely a theme throughout this movie. Way, way, way more than abortion. Well, because there was literally 0% about abortion in this. So I, I don't know what that guy was talking about. That's so odd. Um, the other weird thing I thought was the amount of comedy in it. Do you know what <laughs> Do you pick up on that? Yeah. It was weird, and I didn't. I, at first, I was like, maybe it's just the translation. Maybe it's being lost in translation, and maybe it's not comedy. But then, in all the articles I read, talking about all the different edits, they were saying how in the first American version they cut out all the comedy parts, and I was like, it is comedy. Like that that captain, that police chief, was so absurd. I was genuinely laughing at him he was so absurd the shit he was doing and saying like, yeah and eating a sandwich the whole time like a fucking goof it was like a cheese sandwich and he's like housing it at the murder the straight scene. cheese sandwich he's just and interviewing this guy like what'd you do <laughs> crushing a cheese sandwich is so odd uh I, I didn't mind the comedy though it was, it was well done uh for sure so so you have this Marcus. Now he's chasing down the killer for whatever reason. He's chasing down leads. The scenes are just like, I mean, really, every scene, I guess what's weird about it is none of the scenes seem natural. And they all seem out of place until the end. <laughs> right? They do. So yeah. so Marcus goes and visits Marcus goes and visits Carlos's mom to find Carlos. 
And this lady is like whacked out of her skull. Yeah. And there is no reason for it besides the end. Yeah. And then that's the, then 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 you understand it, but but for the rest of the movie, you're like, why do they keep bringing this <laughs> fucking idiot up? She doesn't bring anything to the story. She advances the story in no way whatsoever. Right. But then she does. But then she does yeah, then- <laughs> at the very end. And yeah, it, it just went so long without without a lot happening. Yeah. And the kill scenes I thought were great. They were amazing. Like really good. Yeah. And uh, I wish there was more. So one of the cool kill scenes was when he puts that woman's face in the boiling, boiling water. Boiling water. Pretty brutal. Yep. Uh, I mean, the drowning was brutal, but then when I realized he had scalded her face off, I was like, wow. And that makeup on that burn was gross. It, it was. And did you know this? who the special effects guy on this was? Was it Savini? No, it was surprisingly not. Maybe the first movie where he's <laughs> not involved. Uh, it's a guy by the name of Carlos Rimbaldi who ended up winning an Academy Award in 1983 for doing all of E.T. special effects. You know what? I did see that on one of the sites where that guy was whining about <laughs> abortion. So, get over so I, yeah, I, I didn't sink in. So, so that when I read that today, I was like, "That makes perfect sense." Because a lot of these effects were great, and I guess he did a lot of like the the um like the face special effects and body part, like decap. Well, there's no decapitation, but those kind of scenes where the face is involved, yeah. and, and things of that nature. So. So I thought that was pretty cool, but that burn scene was like, whoa. That that was the one that I actually wrote down. I was like, this has to be the most brutal one in the movie. It, yeah, it was horrifying. Um, and again, him talking about how he wanted to do things that the viewer could relate to, mm-hmm. like I could actually feel that. Like just imagine like scalding hot yeah. water, just your face going face first into it, and then drowning in it. What I thought though was the most brutal was when he smashes that guy's teeth. <sighs> yes, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I, I mean... Teeth well, and fingernail scenes are always brutal. Fingernails are really bad. But this guy, the killer, breaks into another character that you're introduced to at the beginning and you're thinking, this is the main guy. Nope. You don't <laughs> see him again until way later in the movie. And then this death scene. And that's his purpose. Yeah. That's his purpose. And the killer breaks into his house and smashes his face first into the mantle of his fireplace which i was like oh that was rough yep and then i thought he was gonna kill him nope just proceeds to just start smashing his face into every corner piece of furniture (laughs) he could find oh a table boom teeth are going into that and that was one of the things he said he's like everyone knows what it's like to walk into a sharp corner (laughs) yeah everyone knows that so i'm gonna take this guy smash his face into every sharp corner in the house and it was that was the scene where i turned away i was like oh fuck like (laughs) I can't even imagine that. And what was what was crazier about that scene to me was the final scene where you see his face and all of his teeth are yep. fucked up. Yep. That had to have been the ET guy because his teeth were so mangled. Yeah, and and it wasn't even particularly gory. There wasn't like a ton of blood. There was just enough where you're just it's like just this enough is that awful. Like you know what that guy's feeling. This is feeling. awful. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst. Like if anyone's been to the dentist, they could be like, yeah. fuck no. If you got hit in the mouth with anything, you, you multiply that by a hundred. I like, want to cry when the dentist scrapes my teeth, scrapes plaque off my teeth. I can't even imagine taking a bookcase to the fucking mouth full force. <laughs> so 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 crazy. I agree on both. Fuck the dentist. Yeah. So. um 
Yeah, and and the funny thing is, so all these scenes you always see the killer's hands, pretty much. It's yeah. all you see, and it's po- POV, point of view kind of stuff, which I thought was Did really. You notice one of the scenes, how fucking hairy. <laughs> yeah yeah and, i don't know why i noticed that i was like <laughs> and then i read that it was argento's hands oh was it did you know that i did not <laughs> all right well guys spoiler alert if you haven't seen this uh it turns out that it, it, i'm just gonna cut ahead but it turns out the killer is ends up being carlos M- mom yeah uh so it's a lady which also makes you question her strength in a lot of these scenes and why these grown men couldn't fight an her old back. lady an old lady her yeah old and <laughs> senile and frail and yeah <laughs> everyone should have been able to stop her from <laughs> killing them uh but regardless especially the guy getting his face smashed in every that corner. one's the most wild i mean i guess she hit him in the head with the poker first which was also weird <laughs> but whatever uh but anyway so it's an old lady but you see these scenes and the arms are so hairy the hands are so hairy and it's because it was argento's hands and if you look in his credits <laughs> guys wikipedia him and they have that sweet thing where it shows a list of his movies and then there's the columns and it's director, producer, writer, actor. Look in the actor column. A lot of them are uncredited. Used his hands in like six movies. <laughs> Just a hand man. Uh, loved, them, loved himself some hands. But any of these POV with the hands were, were his hands, huh. which, yeah, just kind of weird. But, but why wouldn't you just have the woman... I don't know. It, it's, it seems like it would be a, an easy thing to film. Yeah. And, and yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's, it's crazy. Can we talk about the transvestite for a second? Yeah. That was a weird scene. Did you know, did you know that the transvestite, so, so there's a gay guy. Yeah. Who looks like a woman. Right. Is actually played by a woman. That's so funny. Well, that mustache was really bad <laughs> that he had, uh, and I was, I was like, man, that is a very feminine man, which yeah. is like, I was like, whatever. But a woman. that makes a lot more sense. That mustache sucked. There's <laughs> no man that age that has a mustache. I could barely grow facial hair, uh, but that was like a mustache I had at like 16, you know, like, and I mean, I could not grow any facial hair at 16. So, so that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Huh. That makes perfect sense. I mean, but why not, why not just hire a gay guy? I know. Just like the hands. Just let the actor do it. What? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, this guy, it's so slow. And there's not a lot to pick apart of this because it's not a bad movie. Um, but it, it was just slow for a long time. There's not a lot to talk about. Like, he's hunting this guy down. He somehow gets involved with... These neighbor, the, these people that watch after an abandoned house that he's like investigating, a lot was lost in the translation here for me. Um, don't understand the house besides he somehow found a picture in a book of the house. Um, yeah, it was weird. And oh, and by the way, your version might not have this because as I read, a lot of these scenes were cut out from a lot of versions, and that's why I wanted to hang myself during this movie. <laughs> it was so long; I was so angry. And there is uh, his neighbors tell him there's this house, and somehow he he thinks that the killer's related to this house, which he ends up being right. Um, but there's these scenes with the neighbors and the daughters like a sociopath and kills lizards. I, I I think these were supposed to be red herrings. I think so too. But I was like, this doesn't make any sense because we see the scene in the movie. There's <laughs> it's just so odd. 
we know it's an adult killing people. I know. It is a grown person. Um, so anyway, th- these house scenes, he, he, he stumbles upon this house, which I guess is the break in the movie. Uh, it, it, it just lasted forever. It was like a 30 minute scene of him just walking around this house with goblin music blasting <laughs> and him just looking around. Like he doesn't stumble upon anything until the very end. And it's a drawing hidden behind the wallpaper. Yeah. You yeah. saw that scene. Okay. Yeah. And, and but I saw thirty minutes of him just wandering around this <laughs> complex, and it was just so, just so odd. And then, and then that do you have the scene where the house burns down? Yes. Okay. I thought I thought the girlfriend was going to be the killer. Did you did you think that? Well, when what you was first her saw, What was her name? Her name was um, Gianna. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. So that was the best red herring. Because like when she's there after the fire, yes. I'm like, this is the reveal. This is the reveal. She burned the evidence. She just burned the house down. Right. Do we know what started the fire? Because we now know it's not Gianna. The house just caught on fire. <laughs> the house just caught on fire. Yeah. He, yeah. Because well, he was knocked out. Yeah. And he wakes up the house on fire. Yeah. Wait. Who knocks him out, though? The killer did. What a weird, what a weird the movie. Kill, the killer shows up and knocks him out. But doesn't kill him. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why movies do that sometimes. Okay, so the killer knocked him out and burned the house down. Yeah. And so <laughs> I guess it makes sense. So I, what happens is they finally track this down through – Argento does this thing where – there's just all these little leads. There's always a, cr- a bit of crime solving. Like he's like, oh, I'm going to put two and two together. And they do it so efficiently. Uh, there's no like – they put red herrings in movies. He puts red herrings in these movies but never elaborates. They never fall for it. They just keep going on their yeah. way. <laughs> it's just for the it's viewer. just for us. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he tracks him down to this school and it's revealed first that Carlo – is the ki- Carlos straight up is like, I'm the killer. Yeah. So maybe the, I, I I suppose that this is Carlo was the one that was at the house and was like, because Carlos says like I didn't want to do this, I didn't want it to end this way, I didn't want to kill you, but I'm gonna have to. So maybe that was Carlo knocking him out and being like, just get the fuck out of here, man, just fucking leave yeah. it alone. Which yes, you should have done. <laughs> you just got knocked out, and you know it's the killer. So just fucking yeah, leave. You gotta pass. You gotta you pass. Not killed. You gotta pass. Um, but then it turns out. Oh my god. Okay. So yeah. So Carlo reveals. It's revealed that Carlo's the killer. Sort of, <laughs> and he ends up. There's like a little bit of a chase scene here. He ends up getting dragged. By a fucking garbage truck for like <laughs> three miles. Might be it was probably gonna be my one of my favorite death scenes ever until the final death scene in this movie, which was so crazy. Yes. But the dragging around, dragging his ass around by the garbage can, just <laughs> the truck is taking these wide ass turns. And as they do it, it's exactly what you imagine. The body is being swung from the garbage truck. I don't know what it's being dragged by, some like weird hook. His head is bouncing off of every fucking curb that they turn across. It was and, – and again, that is Argento being like, people know what it's like to bump into shit. 
So I'm gonna bash this guy's head drag him across <laughs> every corner, <laughs> have his head smash against every single stinking corner that we <laughs> that we can find, uh, and then of course the tr- the garbage truck stops, realizing that they're dragging somebody, but not the car behind them coming in at like 80 miles an hour that just smashes this dude's head and t- <laughs> obliterates Dude, it. That seems fantastic. So you think that's the end of the movie? And um, <laughs> and it's not. And unfortunately for me, there's a lot left in this movie. And I was just like, when is this going to end? So he goes back to the 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 scene of the original crime, and he's kind of pondering over what happened. And <laughs> and then he realizes, <laughs> then he realizes he saw the killer's yeah, face. He knew he's known it the whole time. He saw the reflection. And then he comes face to face with the killer, who is Carlos' mom. And that's when I was. I liked it and I didn't like it at the same time. First of all, her in that jacket <laughs> looked a lot different than any other time you saw the killer in the movie, right? Like, did, yeah. and and just for it to be the the old senile woman was just. It's it's funny because I actually the first time and this last time I watched it, I liked the fact that he saw her the whole time. Like he just it was like, kind of cool. Oh yeah, I saw the reflection. But now that I just said that out loud, I'm like, why the fuck did it take him so long to think of that? Right. You, you, you've seen it the whole time. Yeah. And, and it's someone you know. And it's someone you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And now, so at the end, we also get to see a glimpse of why Carlos, Carlos, Carlo, or Carl, I don't know how they say yeah, it. Why, yeah. Big scene. And his, Carlo and his mom, why they turned out the way they did. Again, no abortion. So I don't know what this guy's talking <laughs> about. But <laughs> Carlo, as a baby, <laughs> So stupid looking in his stupid little outfit. I was just laughing so hard. He was wearing the dumbest little stupid little kid outfit I've ever seen. Little like overalls. And uh, so Carlo Carlo witnessed his dad being murdered. Yeah, by his mom. By his mom. And, and that caused all of this. And she should have been. Oh, because the dad wanted to help her. <laughs> right. She was she suffering. Had mental, yeah. yeah, she had mental illness. And, yeah. and she killed him. And so that's the reason for everything. Right. And and there's a very short final death scene, but very satisfying. That final death scene is one of my favorites ever. So they 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 do a very small struggle, uh very small. And <laughs> her necklace gets caught in one of those like open door elevators. Yep. And it pulls the, the necklace so tight that it just slices her neck. <laughs> just goes straight through her neck. Yep. Like it's fucking razor wire. I love horror movie special effects. It it makes flesh just seem like clay. Yeah. It looked like clay. Like it just looked oh, like it probably was. It looked like butter knife going through clay. And it, it but it's so satisfying to watch. It's I love that scene. I thought that was the best death scene. And that's the end. And then you wait, no, it's not the end because you could sit through the entire credits and watch Marco rub his face. <laughs> the reflection of Marco rubbing his face, Marcus rubbing his face in a pool of blood for the last 10 minutes while, again, Goblin is blaring and the credits roll. Um, you know, I saw a lot of people complaining about the use of Goblin music through this what? movie. Like it was too much. Like, I, I saw somebody actually make the claim that the music ruined this movie. Wow. Well... No, <laughs> no is the sh- the short answer because there's a lot more to complain about. People love this movie. Yeah. 
It has a 95 rating on Rotten Tomatoes for critics and an 86 for people. And, you know, I don't dislike the movie, but... 95. That's a high score. 95. Do you know what Suspiria has? No. I'm going to look it up. I don't I don't know. Oh. I want to compare it to. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It's it's just not a 95. I, I don't... And... <sighs> I appreciate it for the time that it came out. Oh, Suspiria has a 95 also. Then I disagree with the Deep Red a lot. It's not on the same level. It's no, it's not. Suspiria is so... Uh, Suspiria is so much more satisfying to watch. Only two people, uh, uh, this is off the but only two people gave Suspiria a rotten score. Those, it, it, those two people are assholes. They really are, because I don't know how you give that ro- What would you complain about in that movie? Yeah. And I would love to know what their review for, for this one was, because I, I think this movie just gets a little too much praise. I think, okay, so here's what I'll say. In hindsight, right? This movie does deserve a higher score because of what it did, because it's one of the early slashers. It totally deserves that higher score because it set a bar for or it just set a trend for other movies. But at the time, or just looking at it as a single entity, not looking at history, not looking at anything else, it's not it's not that it's not that entertaining. I was so I was bored out of my skull. I mean, you watched the longer version too. I will agree, though, it probably shouldn't be canonized the way that it is. No. I, I, I feel bad saying that. I know, and we're probably going to get a ton of shit, too. I, ho- I hope we don't. I hope people can respect. It's all subjective, guys. <laughs> but just just put down your your notepads and your little binders and stop being a nerd for a minute and just think about it as a movie and it's fucking boring as shit for a long time yeah and i know that it pays off in the end it has some really high highs but the low lows are long and (laughs) and and a lot of times pointless yeah a lot of times pointless so i overall though amazing it was a great movie i mean i can't even complain i would say like if i were doing it on a five star scale three Fair. Three and a half. Three point five. Yeah. Fair. Something in that. I can't give it a four. I give a lot of movies four that I think are a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Um if Suspiria is a five, then this is a three point five. Yeah. And and I guess in other cuts they took out a lot of the the romantic scenes, which I had to sit through. And they were <laughs> they were so painful. Just like dating. Like what? <laughs> what am I watching? I was so mad for like a good portion of the middle of this movie. It, it was really frustrating. Um, but yeah, we'll, I, I want to talk after the break, we'll talk about some of the different versions and what was cut out and stuff. And uh, we'll talk about Argento a little bit and uh, wrap it up, but uh, we're going to take a break guys. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, wait, wait one second. I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> This is the night when fear and horror walk hand in hand. 
This is Black Sabbath. Starring the incomparable Boris Karloff, the personable Mark Damon, and lush and lovely women, even though one is from the netherworld, a vampire, a Vordalac. Black Sabbath, as ancient a superstition, as modern as the telephone. How nice you look with that towel around you. You always did have a beautiful body. Beautiful. A body to drive someone crazy. Who are you? Who? Black Sabbath. The bare truth about the unbelievable, such as the brilliant beauty of a priceless jewel that holds within the body of a buzzing fly, a vengeful woman's murderous spirit. <coughs> Only on the seventh night of the seventh full moon can the living see the lifeless undead. I am hungry. Is he man? Or vampire? An adventure into black magic that goes beyond the boundaries of the supernatural. And a man's devoted love is welcomed by a woman's deadly lust for his blood. Like, I'm really afraid we might take flack for this. I'm not. I told you, a lot of people didn't like it based off IMDb. IMDb oh, really? Yeah, like a lot. So it must, it must just be really spread out. There must just be a lot of people that just say it's great for the sake of saying it's great. And then normal people that are like, no. Nah. <laughs> no. It's just not there. See, the thing is, people just see the director attack. Like, how many like if Tarantino made a mediocre film, yeah. people are not going to say it's mediocre, especially like in twenty years, right? You know what I mean. Especially down the line, they'll just be like, "These are all classics." Yeah, doesn't matter, right? If they sucked at the time or or hindsight, like, well, Tarantino influenced, like, let's say he had a. I, I think I like every one of his movies. I can't really think of one I didn't like, but. Just we, say, we can say Jackie Brown because it's not the most popular. Right. One. Okay. So let's say Jackie Brown. Down the line, people are going to be like, Jackie Brown influenced this guy and these movies and this director. And in hindsight, they're going to be like, Jackie Brown's the greatest because <laughs> it influenced all these other movies and was one of the early movies like that. Yeah. But Although, at the time, I do love Jackie Brown. I do love Jackie Brown also. But I mean, at the time, I'm sure there are people that are like, like right now, there's probably a group of people we know that would be like, this movie fucking sucks. It's boring as shit. What what am I watching? Like, yeah. there's no payoff in this. It's so slow for the whole thing. And you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's the way this movie is. Yeah. So welcome back, guys, because <laughs> I'm going to include all this. This is me and Joe honestly talking during our break. Because <laughs> this movie is just kind of polarizing, I suppose, in a way. It, it's hard to talk about. I, it's not bad, but I just didn't enjoy it enough. It, it, is, it is very weird. It's a weird about. movie. I, I enjoyed it, I, though. I, 
I probably like it a little bit more than Sean does. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's like the classic that I wanted it to be. Um, I think that's a good way. I think there's something there's something with the wording of classic in this that 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 I think was where it is. I don't think I don't think it's a class. Oh, fuck, I don't know though because what is a classic? It did influence an entire genre of movies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just not a classic though to me. I, it won't make any of my lists like oh, well, I mean it would depending on how long it is, but <laughs> maybe top 50. It'd be hard to say. Yeah. I, I it'd be hard to it wouldn't make my top 50. I'd have to see a lot more movies. I don't you, it wouldn't make your top 50? No. I don't think it would either. There's a lot of movies out there that I'm just like I, I, I just didn't enjoy this. Uh, it was just so long and Speaking of it being long, let's talk about these cuts because me and Joe were discussing these different cuts because in my cut, it would cut in and out of English <laughs> and Italian. And I just – I was – the first, so I'm sitting there <laughs> listening and all of a sudden it cuts to Italian and two separate sets of voices – Right, like two completely separate sets of voice. It's not like the Italian actors did the English voices or vice versa. So not only am I getting two different languages, I'm getting two different voices. So in some scenes, I don't know who the fuck's talking because I I don't know what Marcus's Italian voice. <laughs> One of the craziest things was Gianna's voice. Gianna's voice in English was high pitched. Uh, it sounded a lot like the voices in Suspiria, like that, like yeah. oh hello. Like very seventies, like shit you'd see in MST3K movies, like that very high pitched voice. And then when I heard her in Italian, it was like, <laughs> I was like, "What? That's a woman talking? What? What? I could not handle it." And that was her real voice, you know. And I was like, "This does this like you can't focus on a movie." And I think that lost me a little bit. What? How often did it switch for you? A lot. So, <laughs> Joe, in between. <laughs> Listen, I could probably have handled it if it was like, okay, this scene's in English, cut, next scene, Italian, cut, next scene, English. It was <laughs> show. There was a scene this <laughs> when uh Marco when Marcus finds Carlo it, like passed out in the fountain. That scene cuts in and out of English and Italian like four times for me. <laughs> Wait, in the same scene? In the Just same? Going back and forth? Yeah. Oh, my God. How does that even happen? And <laughs> it, it had to have happened because they cut all this out. So this is what I wanted to talk about. So the original <laughs> Italian version is 125 minutes. That's that's the one I saw. Yeah. Probably in Italian all the way through, probably wonderful. Like I said, I would have rather read subtitles the whole time. And right. maybe that would have kept my focus a little better. Most U.S. versions removed 22 full minutes from it, uh, including a lot of the graphic violence, all of the humor, <laughs> and all of the subplot – or all the romantic scenes and most of the subplot about the house of the screaming child, as, as, as it was called, um, which made sense because, like I said, I fell asleep during that and I was like, fuck, I got to rewind because – He's in this house still. Like something had to have happened. I must have missed a scene in between this. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> he walked around a house for 15 minutes, like putzing around a house. <laughs> like, it, like it was real time. Like I'm going to search for clues because how long would it take you to actually find a clue of a murder? 
But it's like, you know, it's like Willow Creek level. Yeah, yeah. So Real yeah, yeah, it really was. Tent. Yeah, yeah. Just sitting in a tent for ten hours, um, and so they cut out all these scenes. There ended up being a U.S. version, which I think is the more popular one now, like what you have, which is all the gore put back in. However, and this goes to my movie, the version I saw, the scenes they did put back in, some of them, they never recorded English dubs. So they just released it with the Italian cut into it, which you you also saw that yes. in parts of it. But I just saw a lot more and a lot of insanely pointless scenes, right? <laughs> now, I, I just actually recently rewatched Dead Alive and – it's all I could think about during this um, during this two hour travesty that I watched, and realizing that there's these cut versions. Well, like travesty in the sense that it should have been cut right. down. Because I found this out after slash during, and I was like, "Shit, I would do anything to have watched the 22 minute shorter version of this." Uh, so in Dead Alive, there's a lot of versions out there, and internationally he released a two-hour version of that movie that movie's 97 minutes wait, wait, wait. there's a two-hour version of dead, dead alive. alive and he doesn't like and uh peter jackson does not like it he does not like that version he says his preferred version is the 97 u.s cut that came out way later and he said it's just more refined directors from interviews i've heard they look at movies in the past and they're like, I could have cut out like half of this stuff, right. but it was just shit I wrote and I made and I wanted to hold on to it. Right. I don't know if Dario Argento feels that way because he's never released that shorter version. He releases these long ass versions. But like Peter Jackson says, that 97 minute one, that's the one you watch. That's the perfect cut with all the gore still. But I took out a lot of garbage that does not belong and it's just boring as hell. Do you know what's in it? Um, I imagine it was probably like 20 more minutes of that tarot card, the tarot card. Probably, reader. probably. I, I don't know the exact cuts, but it's again, it's just a lot of nothing. It's a lot of stuff that doesn't advance the story. <laughs> but as when he was young, he was like, yes, this is perfect. This yeah. is the story I want to tell. And then he realized I could cut out a half hour of nobody crap. wants to see this. They yeah. want to see the lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so. So I felt like I felt like that's what this movie suffered from. This movie needs a 97-minute cut that is honestly, can you imagine this at 97 minutes? It's probably pretty perfect. It it would be perfect. You have the the opening, you have the investigation, you have the murders, you have you, the end. You wonder, fuck. I I might need to find oh man. I, I don't think there is a 97 cut. Like I said, it's 22 minutes shorter. Yeah. Which brings it to an hour and 40, which that's a lot of time. I I might need to revisit this. I think I deserve to give this another revisit. And I wonder how many critics watched which version. Right. That should be specified, too. It should be. But It would make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, and the switching scenes and the switching voices was fucking... That would drive me crazy. So, so, so brutal. Um, so, yeah. So, that was it. There's, there's just a lot of versions. And I, th- I think that got in the way of me really enjoying it. We, you're going to give uh, Argento more chances, right? Different movies. Since I, this is only your second one. And again, again, like I'm saying, like it may sound like I'm coming down hard on this, but I really like it. I don't know how to explain it. it is no, the, I got you. Yeah, it is the weirdest movie. You wanted to be more. It's just it's the just, weirdest thing. Yeah. It's the weirdest feeling I've ever had about a movie. <laughs> it's seriously, I've never felt this way. I've never. Fe- There's movies where I say I'll, I'll bash it and say 
Eh, it was good. Watch it. But in reality, I don't really like it that much. But it was watchable. You're right? It's tolerable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not that. This is a good movie that I just didn't really enjoy. Right. And it's not like it's good by some sort of standard. I enjoyed it and I didn't enjoy it at the same time. It was the weirdest dynamic. Yeah. It just needs to be cut down is really what it is. It is. That's really what it boils down to. But let's talk about Argento for a minute. We're running out of time here, but I think he should have been what we focused on here because he is the man. And I am still super pumped to watch everything he's done. Watch Inferno. Watch Phenomena. What Watch everything. now? Can you can you wrap up some of his some of his more? What what do you think about? I'm trying to think about how to phrase this. Why don't you tell the audience and stuff on, on some of his other movies and, and what you like? You saw all these younger or maybe college yeah, age or younger, really younger, yeah, like high school. Yeah, high school, freshman year, sophomore year. Um. I remember Inferno, and I haven't seen Inferno in years. And I remember Inferno being my second favorite. You know, Suspiria is number one, yeah. without a doubt. Inferno had the same thing: the visual, the music, yeah. the story. Um, a lot of gore, or? from what I remember. But I also yeah. remember Deep Red being brutal. Yeah. But I think I think what happened was when I saw it, those scenes were the ones that stuck out in my yeah, mind. Yeah, so exactly. then years later, when I'm thinking of it, I'm like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, so. I imagine maybe in like. 10, 15 years when I'm telling my son about horror movies to watch, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Deep I mean, I'll probably just be like, well, watch Suspiria. And then I'll be like, oh, Deep Red, that was pretty See, great. That's the thing. I've seen, Superior, Sus- mm-hmm. I've seen Suspiria probably 10, 15 times. Yeah. So I remember every scene yeah, I've yeah. seen. But I had seen Deep Red when I was younger, and that's what stuck out, like yeah. the scenes that I liked, which makes sense to me now that I'm thinking about it. So now going back and watching it, I don't remember all the the dragging parts. Yeah, did you did you watch which one did you watch first? Do you remember which Argento movie? Yeah, Suspiria. You saw Suspiria yeah. first. So funny. That's. I feel like Suspiria deserves the love, and and people just claim this is the best Giallo film ever made, and I, I just don't understand that at all. Now, Bird with the Crystal Plumage, that's a good one too. I loved it. Now that was another one. That I watched young and I watched it by myself in my parents' basement at like two in the morning. So keep in mind that. Yeah. Because anytime you watch a movie by yeah. yourself that has anything to do with murder or horror in that setting by yourself That's what it's at supposed night, to do. you're gonna be like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. But I just remember thinking the kill scenes in that were amazing. Now, what about Cat of Nine Tales? Have you seen that? Was that him? Yeah. I thought it, it was Fulci. I don't. I don't know because I, I thought I had read an article claiming he has a thing called the Animal Trilogy, and it's Cat of Nine Tales, um, unless he's just the producer on it. I'm gonna look that up right now. Um, so he had Cat of Nine Tales, Bird with the Crystal Plumage, and he also had another one with an animal in the name, and he called it the Animal Trilogy. He did okay. He did that. I th- I, I would have sworn that Cat of Nine Tales was full cheat. Actually, I want to edit that out. All my all my horror creds going out the window. <laughs> uh, um, I uh, our my buddy Mike, you know, yep. has all 
every VHS ever made horror movie. And uh, I remember watching Cat of Nine Tales there, but that was so long ago, and I couldn't tell you a thing about Cat of Nine Tales. <laughs> like I said, I thought it was a Fulci movie. Yeah, it's... I think I watched it this, the same night as New York Ripper, to be honest with you, which is a Fulci film. Huh. <laughs> Stupid. Well, now Fulci did Zombie 2? Yes. Do you know what Zombie 1 was, the original Zombie? Was there an original? There was an original. But it wasn't by Fulci. No, it was no. by Argento. Wait, wait. Wait, this is going to blow your mind because I figured this out today. So I'm in the same boat with you. Like, I thought Zombie 2 was like Trolls 2, <laughs> where there wasn't real, like, there is a troll, like, you know what I mean? It's right, just right. random number. Like, you just, just made it. Yeah. yeah like, so weird. So I was in the same boat as you, and I read today the original Zombie, Z O M B I, was Dawn of the Dead, international release. By Argento. <laughs> okay, you know what? I didn't know that. Yeah, and then and then Fulci was like, "I'm gonna make a zombie movie and take the <laughs> name and put a number next to it." Not related. <laughs> Not related at all. So, yeah, I, I have a lot to catch up on on the Italian horror. I, I haven't seen hardly any of it, hey. and Argent. Hopefully, I highly recommend doing Inferno next. Okay, because he had the Mother's trilogy, which was yes, Suspiria, I heard about that Inferno, and oh. then he completed it recently with um. Was it a mother of tears? Yeah, I, I read that. Which I did not okay. like. Okay, you didn't like that. I didn't like the new one. It's got a lot of people from Suspiria in it. I read, it or does. not a lot. I Maybe mean, I think there's like two. Maybe people. <laughs> I don't know why I said a lot. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's definitely something to check out. Uh, I wanna, I, I wanna dive into Italian horror a little more. I think we should do an episode just on Giallo. Please. Yeah, because I feel like, I feel like as a whole, they really complement each other you know what i mean like to talk about argento's body of work i feel like deep red i'd give a little more credit to or, or praise it a little more because as a body of work it's just like these are all great like how could you it's not bad you know what i mean it's, it's just amazing and to talk about them all i think would be really great too. yeah i agree and and who do you like more fulci or argento you like argento a lot. <laughs> come on <laughs> well, I haven't seen a lot, so you, Argento's a lot better. I think so. I mean, I'm sure some out there will disagree, but I don't know. Fulci, uh, uh, I, I yeah. don't know if anyone would disagree. <laughs> these have ninety. There's he's, this guy's got like three movies that are ninety five percent. No, I think I was thinking of Don't Torture a Duckling, which is a Fulci flick. Have you heard of that? No. I think that's why I, I don't know how I'm confusing that with Cat of Nine Tails. All these animal, all these fucking Jello flicks with animal names. <laughs> why are they doing that? And Animal Murder. <laughs> <laughs> did your version have the scene with the pin in the head of the lizard i don't remember seeing that. they edited that out in a lot of cuts <laughs> unfortunately i had to sit through that and the explanation of why the little girl put a pin through the head of a lizard <laughs> oh wait no i'm sorry there is no explanation <laughs> i'm sorry the dad just goes oh that little bitch like she's the worst and that's the scene italian horror directors love killing animals uh yes yeah or was the people that did yeah those are all those are all why do they kill animals (laughs) that is so crazy that is so crazy god just leave them alone you have a team of special effects artists that do we're doing a great job great job i love watching it just make a fake goddamn turtle i don't want to see this (laughs) turtle butchered on tv or a fucking like what what did they kill in uh well, oh, they killed like six things in Cannibal Holocaust. Well, Turtle was the most. The Turtle one is the one that stuck with me the most. I don't know why. And then in Make Them Die Slowly, they they do one that's just like 
it was such this is a soft topic, but I don't care. We're talking about Italians. So make them die slowly is such a ripoff of Cannibal Holocaust right. that I got so frustrated. To the I wouldn't have minded. I guess what really made me go, this is a complete ripoff, is when they just started murdering animals. Cause it was kind of it it kind of made sense in Cannibal Holocaust. Like it was kind of natural, I guess you could say. But in Cannibal in uh Make Them Die Slowly, I keep calling it Cannibal because it's Cannibal Faroe in, yeah. in Italian. But uh in Make Them Die Slowly, it was just like kind of crammed in there. I was like, I'm gonna just go kill this fucking animal. I'm just butcher this animal for no reason <laughs> okay you're just trying to outdo them like did you really think were people in italy like hey did you see that animal kill scene like like oh yeah we gotta include it <laughs> definitely gotta kill more animals <laughs> definitely the mur- putting a woman on ripping a woman's breasts out with hooks that's not gonna cut it we we need to kill this squirrel yeah in the most vicious I, way I possible. don't understand why <laughs> oh fucking italian direct oh boy guys so that's it for deep red you got to see it. I mean, you just have to because everyone will call <laughs> After you this glowing review. Well, uh, you have to watch it because everyone will call you an asshole if you don't and say you're a piece of shit if you don't agree with them in their in their 95%. At least from what I see, but you're claiming that a lot of people disagreed with that, but I did see a lot of people disagree. With so, I'd say check it out though. I mean, like I said, it's not yeah, it's not a glowing review, but I liked it. Right. I, I don't know. And I just find the shortest version you possibly can. <laughs> Please, please. Um, that's it for the episode, guys. Thank you so much for sticking around. Really appreciate it. Love that you guys are downloading. It's so awesome. We we have a huge fan base now. It's weird. So weird. We are recording in your living room. Yeah. On couches, yeah. drinking beers, and talking like a bunch of idiots. Can't complain. No. It's fucking awesome. And we appreciate you guys for supporting that. Uh, we want to thank Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song Gorehound. You can find him at harleypoe.com, facebook.com slash harleypoe, and our website, uh, ihatehorror.com. You can find me on Twitter at ihatehorrorshow. Find me at joev421. We're on Tumblr, ihatehorror.tumblr.com, our website, ihatehorror.com, and facebook.com slash ihatehorror. That's the one I want to focus on, guys. Add us on Facebook. We've got a bunch of likes now, but I want to get some. I want to get. I want to have some conversations on there. I want to know what you guys think. I want you guys to tell us how stupid we are <laughs> for disrespecting Deep Red. Yes, leave it. Keep it to a minimum, though. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't care enough. <laughs> I, I just did. Just, just like the movie, it's just kind of hanging out there. Uh, also, guys, I hate doing this, but we have a link on our website. It's an Amazon link. If you click it, it's the same Amazon, the same prices. But we get a kickback on whatever you purchase. So if you're going to purchase anything from Amazon, just purchase it through the site. And it just helps us fund the servers. And we're not making money on this. But we are – don't tell my wife, but we are losing money on this. (laughs) Uh, So whatever you guys can do to help pitch in, it just – we we appreciate it. It just helps the site stay online and us to keep putting these out there. And uh, more importantly, though, if you can't do that, we just – Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It just helps get the name out there. And that way when people search horror, they find us and not some of the crap I've seen (laughs) and listened to. There's some bad stuff out there. And stuff that's not even updated since like 2010. That's just floating around in front of us. So, yeah. 
fucking dicks but yeah guys yeah whatever you guys can do just rate review and subscribe we appreciate we appreciate you guys just downloading and listening so whatever you guys can do that's it for this week we will see you soon thank you very much adios